0: Have you been thinking about trying to sell your home now that the market is white hot? If you are, Quinn Croton should be who you call. He is charismatic and will work hard for you. He's been known to bend over backwards for his clients. With Quinn Croton, you will always feel well taken care of. That is a guarantee. Now that the market is a battlefield, you need a realtor that will fight for you. Stop searching and call Quinn Croton at 435-695-6571. Once again, that's 435-695-6571. All right, welcome to another episode of Sling in the Field. I am one of your
1: hosts, Jeff Tuckett. And I am your other host, Tyler Fessler.
0: We have been uh, MIA the last couple weeks. Uh, Two weeks ago, we had... Um, some relatives in town, some family in town, you know how that goes. It's difficult to, to hop on the, the podcast and this lack Last week we were having some audio problems. Uh, so we have a lot to talk about this week. Um, we know we're past the midway point in the regular season. Um, I remember at the beginning of this podcast, Tyler. we were discussing how like uh, the, the first couple weeks we wanted to kind of see what these teams are. And I think halfway through, I have no idea (laughs) on a lot of – especially in in the the top two tier uh, classifications. 6A, you know, Corner Canyon is good. But, you know, other than that, it's like all just a jumbled mess and it's going to be really hard. 5A, uh, I mean, we we, we can go right now and we can kind of guess – who you know are our, our favorite state champions are in each classification, but in like 3A and in 5A, it's like, ah, uh, <laughs> flip a coin, you know, I have no idea. So, uh, but but we're going to start in 6A as we, as we always do and uh go over the games this last Friday and and uh do our takeaways and then we're going to go over next week's games, we'll do some uh some buy or sell uh, and we'll do some some guest lines as well uh, for next week's games. But Tyler looking at a Friday slate, what were some of the, the big surprises or ones that catch your eye?
1: Alrighty. So like, uh, you know, I had a really good joke on that other podcast that our audio was not working. And I said, my most intriguing matchup of six a was Granger versus Taylorsville and I said you know what it cannot end in a tie that's like kissing your sister you don't kiss your sister it cannot end in a tie that's wrong you should always have a winner there should be a loser and uh, I said someone had to win this game they were both defeated and uh, Granger came out and whooped the Warriors of Taylorsville and I was very happy to see them get a win sad because Taylorsville is still defeated but maybe this could be a run for the Lancers I doubt it but uh, very happy that they were able to get uh, a win, uh, a number one in the win column there down in Region 2. Region 2 is not very good, not very deep whatsoever, nope. but uh, they got a win. And and you know what? I, I think you go for moral victories when you're 0-4, mm-hmm. 0-5. And and this was not even a moral victory. This was a victory victory. So good on Granger for getting the dub.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 I mean, like how you started off with probably the, yeah, that's probably the game of the week, you know, for sure.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> those no, there's other tasty, tasty ones that Ooh. I can't wait to talk about. But, dude, you know what? No, that's, that's got to be number one. When we get rid of a defeated team, I'm here for that, and we need to talk yeah. about them. We're covering everyone. Yeah, yeah, we're covering everyone.
0: I mean, uh, staying in Region 2, um, our 6A uh rankings are not going to be released till tomorrow uh, but we have two members of region two that uh, are joining the top 10 uh, because there was a lot of losses in our top 10 in six and five a but west high school uh, jumps up to number eight i believe um, after a win against hunter um, so so they're on the map this is the first time i've like uh, used the, the West logo so far on Slingin' the Pill. So welcome to Slingin' the Pill, West Panthers. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they, they beat uh, Hunter. Like you said, I mean, it's not the strongest of of regions, but I didn't know how else to put up there. I mean, they've done their part. They're getting W's. And that's the, like you said, you can only play who's on your schedule. So, so welcome West.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, Roy, there was a big time game on Thursday Mm -hmm. night. Sometimes we forget, we forget about those Thursday night Mm -hmm. games. Because we're, you know, we're kind of just looking at, at what's going on on Friday night, but Roy came back and beat, uh, the Kearns Cougars. And that was a big win. Uh, I make fun of Roy a lot just because, um, they left region one, uh, cause they couldn't handle the heat of region one. Uh, but they were able to get the win. And, and you know I expect nothing less that for Roy, you should win it every single year just because of region two is not very good not very competitive when you have teams that are literally defeated until they play each other so um but that was a big win for roy i don't think they're i I mean i wouldn't put them in the top 10 but uh they they're 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 a good team and they were able to get a win so we've we've definitely covered region two it's a region we rarely talk about but you know what on this episode we're giving them some solid publicity
0: yeah, so with that with that win, uh, we actually had Roy kind of creep into that top ten, uh, but I believe it was nine or ten, so barely they like on the back end. But that's because teams like Syracuse lost, teams like Leighton lost this week as well, which we we're going to talk about a little bit. Um, we could talk about the the Syracuse at Davis. Um, the lake effect podcast region, you know, is, is really tough right now. It's like the pack 12, you know, of, of, yesteryear, the last couple of years where the the teams just beat each other over and over again. That's kind of what it is it, as uh, Farmington defeats, uh, Leighton, Syracuse loses to, to Davis in a top one. There's just a lot of parody in this conference. Um, and it's very unpredictable. Um, but yeah, Maxwell Painter in that game for for Davis Hall in a forty-yard touchdown pass from Jackson Stevens uh, on the final play to avoid overtime, which knocked off uh, Syracuse in in that Region One game. So Region One is crazy.
1: Yeah, um, being in a being a Syracuse high school alum uh, and growing up in West Point. So so basically, when you grow up in West Point and or Syracuse. Uh, you just kind of, you, you, you know, we're in the WFFL, and we're always in the same kind of region. We would play Layton, we would play, there would probably be a Clinton sometimes in there, Um, and there would be a Syracuse if you're in West Point, West Point-Syracuse, and there would always be a Kaysville team. And the Kaysville team would literally be defeated. They would not have won a game, but they would beat the Syracuse team. Or the West Point team that was in the region. I don't understand it. I'm yet to. I, I'm yet to, to figure it out. Uh, Syracuse was was built way back when. I believe it was 2007 was the first year, and ever since then, I don't think we've beaten Davis very many times. Even in years where it's like Syracuse is far and away the better team, Davis beats us, and it, it is a mental roadblock. For the Syracuse Titans, I don't get it. We, you know what? In the WFFL, we'd smash North Ogden, we'd smash Layton, we'd smash Farmington. We'd beat everyone. Literally, we would win constantly. But but we'd always lose to Kaysville. And that's the same thing with Syracuse right now. And I and I and I texted my father, and I've texted uh, some of them stuff, and I said it would literally be the most Syracuse thing to do would it be lose to Davis this week? And they'll win out the rest of the... They'll win out. Weaver will somehow lose a game, and they'll win out, and we'll have like a three-way tie at the top between farmington syracuse and weaver somehow but like this is just who syracuse is i've i'm yet to like understand it um a lot of parody but davis always gets the best of syracuse and uh if someone out there understands it please let me know being a a syracuse high school alum but uh very kind of disappointing uh that they lost
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, another one that just like is so confusing is, is Fremont. It's like a different team every other week as well, you know, they, they hosted the pioneers of Lehigh and got bested by them, a 5A team granted one of the better 5A teams, but Lehigh beat them 31 to 17 in their own building. And it's just impossible to, to predict, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure what to, to make of them, but it's exciting. I mean, I, I like the parody. I like that any given team could be any given team on on uh, any given night. So, but another one was uh, that I, I was really excited about was Riverching at West Jordan. I thought this one could have gone either way. I think the only reason that West Jordan got the best of Riverching is because they were hosting them. But they did what they needed to do, and they kept their uh, undefeated streak alive. I think it was really interesting as I was going over all of the stats for uh, our position rankings and stuff. That uh, uh, the the Salt Lake teams, like the West Salt Lake, the the. Yeah, the one, the Western Salt Lake teams, like region, the wet Riverton, West Jordan, uh, Harriman, Bingham, you know, Mountain Ridge, all these teams like play a completely different style of football than the Corner Canyons, the American Forks, you know, they, they play pound and ground. I mean, a lot of the top rushers in the state are from this area. Riverton had the second top rusher. West Jordan had the first. And so that's just, they just play a different style of football, which I thought was very interesting. But uh, at the end, West Jordan squeaked away with the win. So,
1: yeah, very interesting. And not to go back to Region One again, but uh, this this Farmington team. Is a team that I've yet to put my finger on because they did not. Yeah. I mean, they got boat raced by Corner Canyon. Granted, everyone does, and then and then they come out and they lose to Bountiful, which is across freeway rivalry, literally like across the freeway. But then and then I was like, okay, I I, I honestly felt like like Leighton after their win against Fremont had solidified as number 3. Uh, I was like, okay, we got, you know, we got Weaver 1, Syracuse 2, we're going to say Leighton's 3. And then Farmington flips everyone upside down and the Phoenix actually beat the Lancers. Uh, Syracuse loses to Davis, which I still don't think Davis is very good, but it's like what am I going to do with Fremont now? Because now, I mean, I still think the Layton's a better team, but they ended up beating them and they was at home for Layton. So it's like um like you said a lot of parody here and it makes really hard for the rankings because you know west jordan's good Uh we know sky ridge is good we know corner canyon's good we know american fork is good lone peak is good but then it's like we have literally like the west in the nba like you and anyone from three well after the top three or four through the through so you know five through ten could literally be anyone on any given night i mean it's Mm -hmm. it's incredible i mean harriman was beating bingham at one point and it was like well harriman's only won two games and then bingham comes out and wins and it's like okay i don't know what to do i think mountain ridge is good they're undefeated They haven't really been tested by anyone either, so it's like, mm-hmm. where do I put Mountain Ridge? Are they better than Leighton? And uh, it makes the committee uh, to to the re- to release the rankings. It makes it very difficult on 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 all of us uh, to figure out where to put everybody in the six A classification.
0: Yeah, it's pretty insane. I mean, we can just talk about. How good is Corner Canyon? Oh, my gosh, it's uh, a beat American Fork. I mean, this was the one 2 matchup. You know, this was this was for all the marbles here and American Fork. I mean, they kept it kind of close. The first quarter was a touchdown and then Corner Canyon just just, you know, blindfolds off, you know, and uh, they put 51 points on American Fork and Devin Brown obviously balled out for Corner Canyon. But Corner Canyon, I believe, has Sky Ridge next week, and which we who's the new number two after this next week, after this last week. So it, <laughs> we're going to see what happens, but I don't see anybody even coming close to them.
1: No, I, I don't see them as well. And it's interesting because like, you know, and, and maybe this is a broader football discussion as well, but you see the the evolution of – of of football, right, and and they go into the spread up tempo type of offense. But it always reminds me of that Auburn team that beat Oregon. Uh, not just because I'm an Auburn Tigers fan, but the, when they beat Marcus Mariota's Oregon's team with with Chip Kelly and at the peak, the pinnacle of Oregon and the speed. And I hate to break it to people, but you can't beat speed with speed. Um, and you even see this with and, and maybe it's not the greatest example either but like with a ra- you would almost have to play like a Ravens like a Baltimore Ravens style offense and just try to take the the, the the air out of the ball and try to beat this corner canyon team however they can score super super fast um but like you I, I just don't see i don't see the point of matching speed with speed and uh until someone figures it out or has the personnel to do it I think corner canyon um runs away with the state. Uh, with this, I mean, they're they they've got the inside track. I don't even know if anyone comes within a couple of touchdowns of, of corner yeah. canyon.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, I agree 100. Um, percent Yeah, I mean, looking over to next week's games, we got some some good ones next week that I'm really excited about in 6A. Um, obviously, American Fork at Lone Peak. You know, that one's going to be huge too. We have the number three team against the number four team. So in the state of Utah, so this is this is the big boys here. I am just, I just Lone Peak has been really. I mean, obviously they're good. I mean, I really put them in the in the top mostly because of their their last year's success, and, and this year obviously they, they haven't been a, in a, a slouch, but we haven't really seen them uh, turn heads in the way that um, they've been having given the opportunity to show us what they really are. And I think that they're going to have the opportunity against uh, Maddox-Metson and, and, and American Fork on Friday. So, so Tyler, I, I ask you, <laughs> guess the lines, American Fork at Lone Peak. Uh,
1: so, I like you said, I, I do have a lot of respect for Lone Peak. I still don't really know. I mean, they played uh, a Nevada school, if I remember correctly, way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, I, this one's difficult for me. I would probably and it's at Lone Peak, but I'm probably gonna give American Fork eight points. Uh that would be my line. I think it's gonna be more than a touchdown. Uh, but I think it's gonna be something goofy like a two point conversion or something like that. So I see. Eight. Okay.
0: Yeah you know, I'm I'm gonna take uh, the over on that one in Lone Peak's favor. I I just think I mean like they did get beat pretty badly to Bishop Gorman. In Nevada, but that's like one of the best teams in the United States, and has been for that's right. a long time. I mean, you know, I was thinking so the goofy I,
1: California team that that we were told yeah, was really good. I forgot they played yeah. Bishop Gorman as well.
0: Yeah, the, one of their losses was to Bishop Gorman, but that's not you know losing to them is is pretty much a buy. You know, we shouldn't really go against them whatsoever. So I, like I said, they're kind of mysterious. I know. I think there's been a game they didn't play because COVID. But I think I'm going to pick – I'm not necessarily the win, but I'll take them some over the, the eight points there. There you go. Um, there, but that's that's not a bad line at all. Let's see. Layton at Weber. <laughs> oh, okay, Tyler. Do you buy or sell the Layton Lancers this year?
1: So I wanted to buy them until they lost to Farmington uh, because I really thought Fremont would be the third place in that region. Uh, since after that loss to to Farmington, uh, I'm definitely going to be I've sold what I mean, I do like their team. You know, they have a great following. They, they do support the channel very well. Um, and I hate to do it, but I'm going to sell them on this. I think they, I mean, I think they lose to Weber this week. And, uh, and then they have some big dogs coming up. I mean, they got to take on Syracuse. That's not going away. Uh, they'll still have to play, uh, Davis, which isn't going to go away. And, and so, like, I, I was high on them. Um, I believe they play Davis. I could be totally, they already, they already. Oh, they already there played, played Davis. Davis. That's correct. They, well, they do Davis. have to play Syracuse, which I think Syracuse yep. should beat them. Um, uh, they do have to play... Oh, they, yeah, that's right. They have Bear River at the end, so yeah. like honestly, I think they're, they're, they're good. Like, yeah. I think like they lose to Weaver and I think they lose to Syracuse, and then they beat Clearfield and Bear River. But like I wouldn't have a lot of, um, I wouldn't have a lot of confidence going into the playoffs if I was Lane. They might get the eight seed, or you know something like that, or maybe a little bit lower, maybe like the ten seed. But I wouldn't feel confident uh, saying like they're going to make a deep uh, run. I, I would honestly think that Farmington would have a better shot at winning a couple of games in the playoffs than Leighton does right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair to say. I mean, their opener losing to to Alta is a little worrisome. And, you know, they have been better than expected, for sure. And I think that it's a good step in their culture, you know, in, in the right direction. But I agree that maybe, maybe one playoff win is, is possible, but that's probably their ceiling this year. Um. Anything else before we go to five
1: A? Well, a couple of games. Um, I have, like I said, I've made fun of Roy. Despite I know a lot of people over at Roy, uh, I really think this is uh this is going to be a big time showing this week. Uh, Roy versus Farmington. Uh, Farmington coming up from five A. See if they can continue this magical run that they're on. I know they're just three and three, but uh, they're going to take on the Roy Royals. Another uh, you know, Farmington left Roy or Farmington entered Region One and Roy left Region One. So I think that will be a really fun game. And then finally, I always got to mention it uh, just because of the it's like a fake rivalry. Just like it's like Utah, Colorado, where Utah doesn't take Colorado seriously. And this is the same thing. But we got a Syracuse Clearfield rivalry. Um, It's kind of happenstance. And just because they're close that you would consider it a rivalry. Uh, But Clearfield always made it way bigger of a rivalry in their minds. Like when we ran cross country and track, they'd always be cheering against the Syracuse kids and uh, Syracuse like I never felt I was like they were they were a lower classification they were actually 4A and we were 5A way back in the day but we do get a little bit of a a rivalry there and for whatever reason Clearfield always turns up so I think that's going to be a closer game uh, than what people would say Uh, that was one of the lines I thought you're going to do because that one's a tricky one I would say Syracuse by only a field goal on that one just because Clearfield like I said it matters so much to them. Um, and Syracuse, I mean, they, they, Syracuse has lost, I believe, a couple years ago they mm-hmm. lost. But, uh, you know, definitely an interesting game. And we'll see if the Titans can get back on track after two uh, tough losses to to Davis and to uh, Weber.
0: So are you alleging that, that Syracuse is on upset alert? Huh?
1: I would say it's on upset alert just because, I mean, I think they'll win. They'll always come out and, and, and win in the end. It's like I said. It's like Utah, Colorado, or Iowa, Iowa State, where one team, one side, has been do- so dominant over the other side. It's hard. It's like, but like the team always turns up for it. It's like that's the game they want to win the most, and that's Clearfield yeah, yeah. in this sense. So, like, if there yeah. would be an upset, I would say that one. Would be the biggest upset of. I mean, Farmington Roy I think is really close, but everyone else I think the 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 ones I think are going to win are going to win. I don't think there's going to be any upsets, but this one scares me just because of uh, the last two losses for Syracuse and because it's Clearfield and Clear. Like I said, Clearfield always turns up for that game.
0: Yeah, awesome. All right, so going to five A. We talked about Lehigh a little bit. They jumped up in the rankings. This one surprised me was Fox Elder doubling up viewmonts in in viewmont's place you know I thought Box Elder definitely had a slow start to the season. Well, they dropped like three games in a row
1: I believe to start so, the yeah. season.
0: And then they, they are kind of on a little roll here, uh, beating a Beaumont team that was another team that's kind of a little bit better than expected so far this year. Their quarterback is is uh, quite the athlete over there at Beaumont. Jacobs, I believe is his name. He's, he's, he's a stud over there. But to be doubled up by Box Elder, this one was quite a surprise. And, you know, kudos to Box Elder.
1: Yeah, Box Elder, like, you know, because I do the bench, I haven't done my, my podcast yet this week. I need to. Um, so this is kind of our first look at it. Um, but, the, but Box Elder, I actually said a couple, I believe it was last week. I said, you know what, Box Elder just needs to just to be the pest. Um, They they had beat Bear River and they hadn't won, Uh, but they gave Northridge a good game two weeks ago. And and then this week uh, they, they were able to come out on top. They're just a pesky little team. It's so hard to describe because they're kind of like uh blue collar, hardworking. I mean a lot of them are are, are are farmers. There's a lot of farmland up there. And so they know they know the value. And I'm not taking anything away from Viewmont. I mean they're in the bountiful area, right? Uh but there's just a different way of life uh in Box Elder and in and around Brigham City. And so They're pesky and, and they're one of the teams that like people would overlook, but you can't overlook them. And you can, you could definitely tell Viewmont did. And, uh, they kind of got bit in the bum there, um, this last week because of that, uh. You know, I feel bad because I was, I was cheer I was hoping that Beaumont would, would, would make something of it, you know, but uh, they, they weren't, they were unable to this week. But, you know, Re- region five had some crazy games this week. Uh, Northridge mm-hmm. hung on to beat Woods Cross. Uh, I know that last week's episode wasn't released because of audio issues, but I said I had zero confidence in Northridge that week, even though I've been high on them. I think I said the, the line was one point, They only won by five. So it was good that I didn't give them anything more than that. And, uh, and then Bountiful upset the, the, the region champs last year, Bonneville 20 to 14. So, uh, a close game and then two upsets in my opinion, out of that, out of that region.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, are a lot like uh, region one where it's <laughs> kind of anybody could be anybody on any given night. And it's very hard to, to predict some of these games. I mean, when we talked about, uh, bonneville falling to battlefield in their place and and battlefield did find themselves and will find themselves in the top 10 um in the rankings that drop here coming up pretty quick um so that was that was a big win by the red hawks i thought spanish fork real i mean not to say we salem hills has obviously been a disappointment so far this season but spanish fork has just come come out of nowhere Last, last week, beating, honestly, one of the best teams in the state of Utah in Springfield. And then this week, turning around and uh, shutting out the Skyhawks of Salem Hills and and finding themselves in the top five in 5A. Spanish fork is for real. And I'm uh, really excited. They're kind of a dark horse that's just kind of uh, frisky. So.
1: so do you buy and sell that Crimson Clips is better than everyone else in 5A? No. Because I I, I, did beat Spanish Fork at Spanish Fork.
0: Yes. Okay. This is one thing that people got to understand, especially people that critique uh, (laughs) some of the rankings and stuff, is football is all about matchups. You know, Uh, some people, you know, some people that have bad defense against the run are going to play a bad team that happens to have a really good run game and it's not going to work out too well for them. It's all about matchups. Some people have bad nights. Sometimes freak accidents happen. Turnovers happen, and yeah, Crimson Cliffs is a pretty good 4A school. They got the best Spanish Fork, and after that point, I was down on Spanish Fork. But it turns out they're they're for real, and they're they're a good team.
1: <laughs> I had to, I had to, I had to do that one. Uh, yeah, but there's a lot <laughs> in in in, <laughs> in region nine. I mean, like. Um, I know I didn't buy Provo. I, I, think, I, prob- I think it no, was probably, I think actually last no. week you said, do you buy Provo? And I said, no, I don't. Uh, Springville, right. uh, beat them. Spanish fork is, is the real deal. And, and Wasab, <laughs> despite losing who I had again, the 5A MVP uh, continues to like light it up. These yep. three are three really, really fun teams. If Orem wasn't in mm-hmm. 5A, I would say one of these three teams. Um, I mean, more would, it would be three of the four finalists Um, but I, you got Orem and Tim View sitting there you might even consider Elton but those those three are so good and uh, I can't wait till we finally get a couple of these matchups between the two so we can finally start yeah. to, to to see where you know who's the real deal and who's not
0: all right Tyler way too early who wins the state championship with the information that you have with the halfway point
1: I mean, I I hate to be that guy. This is St. Orem because I think Orem's going to, but I'm going to take a little bit of a dark horse and uh, I'm going to go. Ooh, this one's tough. I'm going to actually go with the red devils um, of of Springville. I think they'll match up against Orem. Um, Like I said, I don't want to be that guy because I think like Orem's Alabama and uh, unless they have an incredible slew of injuries or crazy covid cases i think they win it but i would say springville kind of has um i think that you know they obviously lost the spanish fork uh but i really have liked the way that springville has played and outside of that game i think they've just they have pretty much just dominated they're a really impressive team they've challenged themselves by playing you know a, a tough bountiful team and beating riverton so they've gone through adversity they had a loss against um spanish fork where they weren't able to come back and so uh i'm really excited to see uh their matchup this next week and then i think they you know take care of business the last two weeks of, of the regular season but i i would have them uh, amongst the i would have them as the number two team in in 5a
0: yeah for sure i mean so i mean for me i mean i think that i was gonna I mean, literally before you started before i asked you that question i was gonna say right now i would probably take 10th view I think temp view at this point has been the most impressive team to me. Um, just, I mean, to, 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 compare apples to apples, temp view and Orem both played sky Ridge, Tempt view, almost had them while Orem kind of got, you know, and it, like we said, but talked about earlier, could have just been a bad day. Things could have went wrong. And Orem is a good pick. I think obviously it's a safe pick. They won it like what, four or five years in a row. Right. But this year I think temp view could win it. And my dark horse was literally going to be Springville. I think Springville, um, could kind of sneak in and and make some noise. Um, so, going to next week here at 5A. Hold on,
1: one real one last thing. Um, Cedar Valley yeah. with the major upset. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't want to forget about the Aviators. I was wondering if, if you're going to take on that one. Uh, but Cedar Valley, oh, yeah. they, they beat Timpanogos, and uh, Timpanogos learned that uh, playing an actual 5A team is not playing Grand <laughs> County. So, uh, next yep. time, maybe schedule um, a 5A team uh, in, in, in the non conference or non region. Uh, it wasn't a millard it wasn't a grand or hurricane or even mountain view so uh you know when you when you play tough teams you're you're gonna be a little bit more battle tested and cedar valley came out on top i mean i don't i mean it's nothing away from Timpanogos. i think they beat uenta hillcrest uh but them and then we'll see how they play against Tooele and sansbury but uh i was very surprised that the aviators got the win against the timberwolves yeah,
0: I here's the thing. I was not surprised. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, yeah, they started off Millard, who's a, not a good two A school this year. They're they're usually good, not this year. Grand, terrible. Hurricane, <laughs> eh, you know, Mountain View, terrible. It's like Payson, their first like halfway decent team. They beat him by a field goal. But they, have, but in they had Valley, to play
1: Payson. It wasn't like, I mean, that's like a region game. Yeah, right, right.
0: Yeah, yeah, a region game. I'm just saying, but that was the yeah. first, that was the first talented, somewhat talented team that they played. Cedar Valley's probably, you know, they're around Payson's level and they, they, they lose that one. So, I mean, going forward, they're going to win their next two games yeah. and then they're going to lose their last two games. I think that Tooele, Timpanogos is going to be a fun, fun game because both have very, very explosive offenses and but i think they might might lose that one maybe get the hair over tool just because they're they're hosting them but it's gonna be, i think they might, might lose that one too
1: yeah. so, but, so shade man last two games. <laughs> market i will say
0: Matsu hollowed way i mean their they're quarterback and luke livingston i mean statistical wise they're having they're like number one in the state in both of their uh their position ranking so they're they're killing it right now and maybe that's one reason to to schedule such a weak starting point is for for that reason but um they're they got a good offense so
1: yeah for sure exactly. well and and, and even um, you know sticking with it Cedar Valley does take on Stansberry uh, this next week which uh, yeah. is, a, is a very intriguing matchup so the Aviators I kind of at first I, I remember going like oh I like Cedar Valley and then for whatever reason like I, I, we just like didn't talk about them and then they beat Timpanogos and so it's like a team that uh, when I'm scrolling through the scores uh, Friday night or, or if I'm flipping between live streams if they're on a live stream I'm definitely going to be tuning in uh, and hopefully the Stansberry game is because I think that's a very very fun matchup for the Aviators.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of good ones here. I mean, most of these games are, are going to be good, I think. Um, I mean, we're, we're going down Spanish Fork at Provo is going to be good. or at Alta should be good. Uh, we got Springville at Wasatch is going to be good murray at skyline i think that'll be a good game even park city olympics uh, sorry olympics olympus will be a good game and then view at northridge should be good um which ones are you most excited about this next week
1: in 5A? So I want to talk about one game, and then I want to give you an upset. Um, I do think okay, Northridge okay. moves to 6-1. and one. Um, I think they take care of Viewmont. And uh, a lot of people have thrown a lot of shade at Northridge. Uh, you see it on the rankings when we release them for 5A. And uh, I believe that you dropped them out last week. Uh, but a lot of shade for Northridge. And they're like, uh, you know, they haven't played anyone, but they've been able to win and win convincingly against seemingly everyone. One except Layton, uh, and I know they haven't played Bonneville or Bountiful yet. But like you say, you know, you, you can only play. You know who 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 you can play. But they were able to get a couple of pretty. Uh, you- I think they've been tested, like, against Woods Cross and against Box Elder, so I'm excited to see the the matchup against that one. Obviously, Wasatch-Springville, I think that's the game of the week, in my opinion. Maybe Orem-Alta, but I love that Wasatch-Springville matchup, but I want to go with another uh, upset. I think Box Elder does beat Bountiful. Uh, I think the Red Hawks were so fixated on beating the Lakers, and and Bonneville, as I mean, they have been really good over the last three or four years in that region, and so that was their Super Bowl, and I I think a Box Elder team, and I believe they have Northridge after, if I remember correctly. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not looking at their schedule right away. But um, for Bountiful, that was their Super Bowl. And uh, I think that Box Elder is sneaky. I don't think they're 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 like state level, and I think they're towards the bottom of five A. But they're good enough to beat to upset a team like that, and so I think Box kind of just sticks on their their role here and uh, sneaks a win. I would say it's going to be close, like a nineteen to seventeen. Uh, but I think the bees get them.
0: All right, yeah, that, that's fair. Um... I think it's very possible. Like I said, in, in that region, anything could happen. You know, it's like a box of chocolates. Uh, you never really know what you're going to get there. So uh, I, I'm not really, I can think that could definitely be a real possibility. Um, well, we could do a guess the lines here. You know which one I'm going for. Springville at Wasatch. Guess
1: the line. The real question is the over/under. If it's going to be over a hundred points, man, these two offenses <laughs> are just straight up insane. Um, but very fun to watch. Um, if I had to guess the line, I would say it's at home, so I'm going to give a. Few, I would say probably a touchdown to Springville, but because it is at home, I'm going to go Springville minus four. Uh, I think Wasatch falls wow. to the Red Devils.
0: Oof, that is a solid, solid line. Um, I think I mean obviously uh the the backup to Adarius Edwards has been off the charts and he's been as good as a backup could possibly be uh in that situation. But I think that if Adarius Edwards was starting a quarterback for Wasash that they would uh defeat the Red Devils, but while it is uh, his successor I'm sure it'll be a very very close game but I like your minus 4 and I would really have to think about what to do with that uh, <laughs> I would say probably in Wasatch's favor in that one maybe just by a hair but that is certainly a tough one alright Tyler do you buy or sell the Stansberry Stallions
1: oh uh, that that one's a tough one okay. uh, let me think. Give me one second. I mean, like, I, I'm gonna. Okay, I'll just kind of. I'll talk through it. So, um, they were losing. Uh, you know, at the first against twilla twilla was up fourteen nothing. They scored twenty two points, uh, and I mean, they shut them out in the second half. So, I think they're good. Uh, well, you know, they've been able to beat the teams that they beat, but then they have two, uh, really ugly losses to Foray. Uh, I think more happenstance. I think they can beat Cedar Valley. I think they beat Mountain View, and I think yeah. they beat Payson. So I would uh-huh. buy on the fact that they're going to get a lot of wins as far as uh – a. A deep playoff run, I wouldn't, like I said, maybe a first round uh, game if they're up against like a, a Payson or a Mountain View or someone someone of that sort, right? Um, but I would say their record's going to look good, but I think they're just middle of the pack 5A. Um, and, and I think them against Twill, I think it could have been a go either way. I think they're seemingly the same team. Uh, Stansberry just happened to, to beat them that night.
0: Yeah, I, I buy them to, to win this region. I think that that last game against Stansberry kind of was that, that region championship. And I think that they're going to win out. And like you said, they're going to be looking really good. But we've talked about this region before and how weak it is compared to, you know, to to Orem and Tempeview over there and even uh, Springville and Spanish Fork over there. You know, those regions are a lot better than this one. And so while I think Sandsbury is going to win this region, yeah, I'm sure that they'll probably get maybe win that first playoff game. And then who knows after that? I think it'll be pretty difficult on them. But I agree. So... (laughs) I guess that's kind of buying a little bit yeah <laughs> I mean, that's right kind down. of that's
1: what it is it's just like I said it's happenstance mm-hmm. but I even think like a Provo uh, is they're they're kind of in that same realm and Alta yeah. like all of those teams are around mm-hmm. where Stansberry's at but I think there's a clear um, you know top 10 if you want to say for sure top 5 in 5A uh, so mm-hmm. and I don't think they're in it but their record's going to reflect as if they are
0: yeah I agree um Oh yeah, and the thing—the only blemish I really have on the entire schedule so far was their loss to Logan. I mean, losing a ridge line, everybody loses a ridge line. They're freaking good, <laughs> um, and and Logan's Logan's pretty good too. But the loss against Logan was the one I was like, ah, uh, you know, that one. But like I said like a million times already, you know, it's it's people have uh, teams have bad days. So um, moving on for
1: it. Okay. 4A was a lot of fun this week uh there for a while, and I know that like scores don't update all the time, but I was kind of sweating that, that Desert Hills, cause I was like, okay, um, mm-hmm. I think Desert Hills and Pine View are now the two teams, uh, that I think they're the ones they've, they've separated. And I was like, well, I think it's a good kind of pesky Dix- Dixie team after an upset over Pine Uh, but I was sweating it there for a while because it was 17 to 17 at half. And I'm like, come on, Desert Hills. I know you're better uh, than Dixie, but I, I was just seeing if the Flyers could pull out another, you know, miraculous game and get an upset. Uh, but you know, they were able to score 16 points in in the fourth quarter. But that was a very interesting game. I love Region 10. Maybe it's because we're down here, worked at the schools and all that. But I really liked that game. And I wish I could have went out to that one. Uh, and I need to get over to Desert Hills one of these weeks because that was a that was a really fun game for for the Thunder.
0: Yeah, no, no, for sure. Uh, I would really have liked to see this game with a healthy Dixie team. You know, it's 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 tough to compare these two teams now that uh, that Dixie's on their their backup quarterback and have been for a little while here. I think that I mean these are the two teams that I had kind of dark horses to win uh, the region. And now I think Desert Hills is kind of alone that dark horse to challenge Pine View and our rankings drop today. And I actually put Desert Hills above Pine View after this victory, at least, you know, for the time being. We'll see what happens. Um, but before we go any further, Tyler, <laughs> who wins the state championship in 4A?
1: I mean, I hate to be that guy, but Ridgeline, I think they are the corner Canyon right now, a foray. Um, I honestly, I, I, again, last week's episode didn't drop and I did this beautiful soliloquy of why Skyview was going to win and Skyview put up a measly 10 points. I don't think anyone is close to Ridgeline. Uh, I think Pineview offensively can, but I think it's Ridgeline's defense that really sets them apart. I mean, they, they, people just don't score on Ridgeline and, uh, If PyMU thinks that they can go in and run that, hurry up crazy speed against ridgeline against a really good defense. I, I think you're, you're sorely mistaken. So ridgeline, I would definitely say, and then honestly uh, a dark horse would be desert Hills. I, I think that I definitely yep. downgraded them. Um, I thought they'd even be below Dixie and snow Canyon. I thought Pyme was going to win the, 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 region, but it looks like desert. I thought they were going to be as good as crimson cliffs, honestly. Um, but desert Hills has blown me away this year. And I think them. They're a dark horse to make the state championship. I would love them to make the state championship because I believe it's still at, at Dixie State. so we get a, a you know northern Utah team versus a southern Utah team I think it'd be a, a, an instant classic just like it was last year between Pineview and Skyview uh, but I really think this Ridgeline team is their depth is and, and their defense is just you know unmatched. Yeah, for sure.
0: I mean, I would say the same thing, Ridge Line. I've been saying it since preseason. But Rich Line I thought Ridgeline Line was going to win it all. But I also would have my dark horse at Desert Hills. But I mean, it definitely, obviously, Pine View is, is is really good too and can put up a lot of points, as we saw last week. Um, oh, I mean, this is a little early in 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 full Now that we're doing this, but I, I have to ask you something. Mm-hmm. Do you buy or sell the Logan Grizzlies?
1: Yeah, I was actually just going to say I, they were a team that I had written down that I wanted to mention, uh, mainly because my dad uh, has given me a lot of beef, and I—I I mean, he's commented a lot on uh, on slinging the pill about Logan. Uh, but I honestly think this last week for Logan was tough uh, because number one, they had to go on the road to Bear River, they had to go over the mountain, they had to go over the hill, whatever you, you know, whatever it is over there, uh, and they had to take on the Bears. The Bears are like Box Elder. Uh, I don't think they're a very talented team, but they are a pesky team right uh I yeah. think I think they could I think they beat Green Canyon um and I think they they lose the Skyview and they, lo- they lose the Ridgeline. Uh, I be <laughs> them as, as a good team they beat Stansbury so uh, this team definitely has the weapons to do it uh and you know they they've, they've beat 5a teams I mean Viewmont's decent uh, they beat uh, Juan Diego really really bad they beat Stansbury so I want to believe in them uh, I think they'll be there uh i think they get a couple of playoff wins uh they might reach the quarterfinals uh but i, I don't know it just it totally depends on how it all shakes out out for 4A cuz if they had to come down and play a dixie team uh i think you know that would be a really intriguing game or Snow Canyon team. I think they're kind of in that realm, but I think there's definitely like a an upper class of four A and a lower class, and they're right on the the cusp of being the upper class, but not quite, um, not quite there. So I definitely I would say it's a hold because I want to see them against Skyview. I think they lose to Ridgeline Line and I think they beat Green Canyon. So if they can beat Skyview, I mean I'm all in. I'll be talking Logan Grizzlies all day. But uh, last week kind of scared me, and uh, you know with their their grueling schedule this next three weeks it's it's gonna to be tough.
0: Yeah, I mean they they play the three big dogs in, in Cache Valley uh, three weeks in a row. Um, I think Skyview at Logan is going to be you know forty to forty. You know it's gonna be crazy <laughs> how many points. But I mean it's how Green Canyon will not be fighting fire to fire. I mean they're they're a scrappy blue collar team over there in Green Canyon and they'll be hosting the Grizzlies. So I think that the Grizzlies um they might beat Skyview and then lose their last two. Um, is, is the, I think if they're going to lose any game, it'll, uh, if they're going to win any game, it would be against Skyview. But, uh, who knows? I mean, I actually watched this, the Skyview Ridgeline game. And obviously we've talked about Ridgeline, uh, being really good over and again every single week, every single episode. But Skyview didn't look all that great. They really didn't. Their quarterback was Young, he, I mean, he's a talent, you know. But he went he really young, and he has a lot to learn. And I think that um, he's going to make that, that final mistake against um, Logan. And I think Logan will actually pull off that one and then lose their last two. But we will, we'll see oh, yeah. <laughs> what it all comes down to. Mm-hmm. We shall see. Oh, let's see. Any other ones that catch interest? Mountain Crest is like...
1: Confusing, too. <laughs> yeah, Christ is a tough team because they play well against seemingly everyone, uh, and but they can't ever get the win. So I think, to me, mm-hmm. what that shows is just youth. Um, they just don't know how to close out a game or mistakes, penalties, turnovers, stuff like that. You get the best of them, and you can't make those mistakes against a good team like Green Canyon. They're confusing. Uh, but, hey, dude, Crimson Cliffs, uh, they're an anomaly as well uh, because – I mean, I know we've talked about injuries and stuff, but they were able to beat, you know, Spanish Fork and they beat, I know Cypress is not good, but they still beat a 6A team. Uh, and they're kind of a confusing team as well. I cannot wait to see them uh, and, and the rest of the, like, you know, how it kind of shakes out for the rest of, of 4A. I really can't wait till I see them play a Pineview or a Crimson Cliff or a, a Dixie. Sorry. Uh, yeah. they're, they're a really odd team as well.
0: Yeah, gonna be exciting. Um, but uh going to next week. Yeah. Uh, previewing next week in 4A. Obviously, we talked a little bit about Skyview at Logan. Um, Snow Canyon at Desert Hills should be a good one as well. And yeah, that's a, about it when it comes to the, you know, the really good games that I'm looking forward to next week. Um, but I ask you, Tyler guess the lines sky view at logan
1: so, I, I mean, I, I wanted to bend because uh, I, I did say I thought that Logan would beat Green Canyon and lose to Skyview. Uh, however, it is at, at Logan. I should have looked ahead on the schedule and seen where it's been played. Uh, and honestly, Logan, I mean, it's a tough place to play. I don't know if you've ever been there, but their school is is directly next to the football field. So it gets really loud with not a ton of fans. Like, it sounds a lot louder than what it is. Uh, I think it's going to be a shootout. Uh, but because I said Skyview skyview to start i'd say um skyview by a field goal and uh, i think you're right on on what you said depending on the quarterback if he's young uh and he makes the the final play i think skyview wins by three points if he makes a mistake and that ends up being you know the big one then i think logan wins by four uh but i think it's going to be a close game uh in that one so i'd say minus three for skyview
0: Okay, sounds good sounds good buy or sell the Snow Canyon Warriors
1: so I've sold my stock on them uh, a long time ago uh, I think uh, they're kind of like Stansbury, their schedule and even Timpanogos their wins re- don't reflect on who Snow Canyon is uh, I don't know I mean going forward I mean they've they've beat the teams they were supposed to beat uh, I mean they lost the Crimson Cliffs but they I mean they played Cedar City which is bottom team they played um, uh, a 3A team. They beat a, a 6A team, a really bad 6A team, and they beat Hurricane, who's not very good. So they go through the gauntlet next this next three weeks, and I think they lose all three. So I, I sold my stock uh, after that Crimson Cliffs game. I kind of thought that we might get it back with Cedar City after putting up 48 points against the uh, the Reds, but o- honestly, I don't see them beating Desert Hills. I don't see them beating Dixie, and I don't see them beating Pineview, two of the three on the road. So I've sold my stock on, on the Warriors, even though I live just a stones throw, and I wish I was a quasi-alumni from uh, from Snow Canyon, but hey, you know what? I've, I've sold my stock.
0: Well, there you go. All right. Well, that's all I have for, for 4A, unless you have anything else.
1: No, I'm good.
0: All right. Well, that's all we have for the first hour of, of Slinging the Pill. Um, you guys know the drill. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family, like, write, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, also, um, we, we have some sponsors and everything. And if you want to not only sponsor our podcast, but have your company ad on our Instagram, um, hit us up on Instagram. That's where um, we do the majority of our marketing and stuff. And I mean, we, we just hit 6,000 followers. It's it's a pretty big opportunity to reach a lot of people in Utah. So feel free to hit us up on that. It's a great opportunity. Um, but that's all we have for our one.